Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What about the woman that argues he cheated because he wanted to cheat, and he, he's, not, he's not cheating because of me? You can't blame the woman. He's cheating because he's a cheater. He's cheating because he ain't happy, bitch. If he was fucking happy, he wouldn't be doing this shit. And if, if he... You know what? If, if you're that girlfriend that is not doing anything and it's not you, then it's probably your bedroom. Bring your friend inside. Okay? Probably your bedroom. Something is not right there. Like, and a lot of women don't like to, they don't like to say it. Like, even with me, like, I ain't gonna front. Back then, I was like, y'all, like, I was really like on some, oh, he's mine, this, mine, that, mine will never. Like, I was really one of those girls that was like, yeah, it's, it's me, it's all about me. And you get so absorbed in it being all about you. You first start forgetting about your partner. What's good? This is Trapping Anonymous. My name is Chris Styles. We are back with another one. Heavy, heavy, heavy hitter. Um, I'm excited for this episode. I think that a lot of times we don't get to get into the psychology, into the mentality of certain people in our society that we try to like downplay or like cast out or I just like pushing the envelope. I like having the tough conversations, and I think this is gonna be one of them. Um, do remember that the stories that you hear do not necessarily reflect real life. They are used to entertain, educate, or just keep your little homie off the streets. In this case, no further ado, we got Side Chick Anonymous. It's gonna be a good one. My name is Chris Styles. Let's get it. Welcome. Hey. Um, there's so much that I have, like, to, like, talk about with sort of the side chick, um, conversation and the mentality. I'm sure there's a million questions that a lot of people might have. So, you know, I'm just trying to get to as many as I can. Um, at what point did you realize that you was a side chick? It really depends on what situation we're talking about. Because some situations I knew, like, from the beginning going straight in. And then there's some situations that I found out after. And what was that moment like, I guess, when you felt like you found out after? Apart, sometimes it was a little bit of hurt, a little bit, because I go into every situation telling the truth. Like, I can't lie. I'd rather tell you the truth because what are you going to do to me? Are you going to beat me like my dad? Are you going to like put your hands on me? Like, what are you going to do? So I always go in telling the honest truth, like what I'm expecting, what I want, what I'm into, what I'm dealing with right now. So when you don't get that honesty back, it's, it does hurt a little bit. What happened first? Did it, did it happen first that you knew what you were walking into or did it happen first where you didn't know? It happened first when I didn't know. Mm. Yeah. And sort of that, because walking into it knowing it's like, okay, I know how this goes. This is like, 
this is this is nothing. Mm -hmm. But when you don't know, it's like that that shock. That hold on, whoa, what's happening here? Well, see, for me, I don't I don't trust anybody. I have a big trust in issues, so um, I take everything with that someone says as like with a grain of salt a little bit. Mm -hmm. So. To find out after, it was kind of like, there was little things that you just kind of know. Like, every girl, we have little mm -hmm. signals that you be like, all right, yeah, something, something else is going on. Something else is going on. Something else is going on. And um, it was kind of weird to begin with because, since, like I said, I, when I first seen it, I was sad, right? But I get mad fast. So the sadness quickly turned into anger. So now it turns into, why well, give a fuck about anybody else feeling? Mm. And and that's the stage that you feel like you are currently? Yeah. That's why I do what I do and I don't care about it. Like, yes, I should think about, you know, certain relationships that people have or especially like those relationships that I see in my front of my face. I should like care about them and think about them. But in a sense, I didn't make a promise to you, your man did. Elaborate that on that. The ones you see right in front of your face. Like the one that post their girlfriend on Instagram oh. or go out to dinner with them or be like, you know, you see them hold, like, you know, see them at little functions and flexing and stuff. But you can always tell when the guy doesn't really want to be there or if something else is, you know, if their eyes are easily wandered. Like, okay, that's one right there. What is this? Okay, so that's the signal right there for guys' eyes wander. It's like, like the eyes are wandering. You're more like... Not just your eyes are wandering. It's like a lot because it be body language too. Like you could, I I can feel when a nigga feeling me. Like I can feel it. Like yes, that a lot of females like I can feel it, uh, but it's like no, you can't really feel it because number one, you constantly keep catching, you constantly keep catching the eye contact. Then you start realizing if you move a certain place, you start realizing their eyes is automatically in that place, that place. But you'll do it on purpose. Like well, for me, I do it on purpose. Like if I know for a fact. The nigga was not looking in that direction the whole day, the whole time. I'm going to go over in that direction just to see if your head turns in that direction. If your head turns in that direction, then it's like, yeah, there we go. I, I don't know. For me, I think it's like bold. Like when I'm with my lady, I'll be scared to look around. <laughs> just don't. That's what I'm saying. But I see, you are different though. Like, you know, you... you're content in your situation. There's men that aren't content. So this is, there's men that's in situations they don't want to be in, but they're there because of their circumstances. They're there because they have to be there. Right. So those men, they don't think about that shit. They, they, they tiptoe around it. They'll constantly check to see if the girlfriend looking, kind of check to see if she's paying attention. And a lot of times, girls are always in their phones. Girls love being in their phones. So when you're out with your man and you're in your phone, your man is looking around. Mm. And your man is scoping. Is is it like a high for you to deal with somebody that's in a relationship? Um, It depends on who it is, to Does be it honest. Does like boost it for you? It depends, because there's some situations where like I've been in a room with somebody and their girlfriend and I just like don't care about it. Like I've been in like a lot of rooms with people and their girlfriends and that's not my intention, that's not what I want. I don't care, but then there's like those times you get in the rooms with those girls that feel like they the shit or feel like, yeah, my nigga, huh, yeah, he's not one of those. It's like, yeah, your nigga is one of those. And those sort of situations? And those kind of excite me. Oh. It's it's like being in a relationship, you have so much that you're battling already. And to know that it's like snipers out there. Snipers. Like this like you like when I hear you talk, it sounds like a very intricate, you know exactly what you're doing. You got the experience. It's like boom 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 that but it's hard to explain because it's like it, the, it's always on the person. I never blame the the other, you know, 
party. You know what I mean? It's because at the same time, you had to make a decision. You had to make the choice to be like, this is what I'm going to do. This, that. Yes, people not, don't make it easier, but if you're going to cheat, you're going to cheat. Why do you think the side chick role exists? It exists because, like they always say, there's two. They always say that there's two women to one man. So it's kind of like Ooh, who said that? That's ain't that like the ratio of the world? Like it's two oh, women oh, yes, to yes, one yes. man, right? So I, it's I like, how do you expect one man? How, so you so you expect the the women that don't get added in to just get left alone? You expect them to be lonely? You expect them to just sit at home in their house? No. Wow. We all have to share. Sharing is caring in the world. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> You have to I've never, really. I've never thought about it like that. Yeah, but because that's the problem right there. Everybody doesn't think about that because it's easier to think about you belonging to one person, and you guys are going through the motions. Okay, so now what about the open, open relationship people? You're gonna tell them that they're not supposed to share either. It's all about you having a conversation with your man. If you didn't have a conversation with your man and figure out what your man likes and what he doesn't like, when have you had a conversation? Uh, when has any, or let me ask you a question. Have you ever had a relationship with someone and you guys sat down and said, hey, are you a monogamous type of person or like, are you into like open relationships and having multiple people in there? When has a girl ever came to you and said that? Never. Exactly. That's your problem right there. You're getting into a relationship with somebody over the perception of what you want as a relationship and that's not what they want. When I think about that question, I think about, do you want kids? I think about how do you feel about living in this, uh, under one roof with your partner? How do you feel about your finances? I have those types of conversations, which I think are like heavy hitting conversations that people that usually don't want to talk about or a little, little skittish about. Um, when it comes to like sex, when it comes to like monogamy, it's always assumed. It's always this thing where it's just like, well, you want me and only me and you know, you have to d discipline yourself and this, this, that, and the third. We have the threesome conversations. We have the, you know, those kinds of kinds of things but as far as like sharing your partner with another woman you know what i mean like would you rather your man go out hook up with a girl one night or would you rather your man never hook up with a chick but they text every day i mean at the end of the day he's, he's if that's my definition of a relationship, he's still cheating in both aspects. Because the person that you're texting, you're emotionally supporting them. Is there and a the person that you're physically touching, if you're having sex with, you're physically touching them. So either or, somebody's getting a piece of my cake, regardless. So you do come from a standpoint where you want a boyfriend? I feel like everything has a time and a place. Right now in my life, I'm, I don't want that. Because that's not realistic for me to commit to myself to Devote, because I feel like in relationships you have to devote a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of finances, everything. And I'm not in that space right now to deal with that for somebody. I'm in it for me right now. So since I'm in it for me, why should I care? Because of the karma? Because of the things that you're setting yourself up for? But is it really karma? Like, am I really doing something bad? Like, yes, in some people's eyes, it may seem like I'm doing something bad, but am, am I really... If I don't think I'm doing anything bad, will I expect to get bad karma? You expect to get bad karma when you know you're doing something bad. I don't think I'm doing anything bad, so why would I expect to get bad things back? Because karma doesn't care if you expect it to come or not. Yeah, but she's not also expecting, but I'm, I'm expecting karma, but I'm expecting good karma. You feel me? 
You expect good relationships. Yeah, because I'm putting I'm putting good things out there. At the end of the day, I'm being honest with myself. Whether you being honest with your partner or not, that is on you. That is not on me. I did not sit in front of the person and be like, hey, you want to be my boyfriend or my girlfriend? You want to be my fiance? You want to be this one? I didn't say that to them. You did. You expect good relationship karma mm -hmm. because you're honest with yourself. I'm honest with them too. It's all about I'm being honesty. If you know that I don't want to be here for a long time and you know that I'm not in it for the long haul, that's me being honest with you. However you have you deal with that, that's on you. That's not on me. Do you think that you had a relationship that broke you? A relationship that broke me? Yeah. That's why I am the way I am now, to be honest. What was that? Because no one, in that situation, no one gave a fuck about me and my feelings. Because in all reality, she didn't make a promise to me. He did. Mm. And everybody's like, well, he's, he's so fucked up, and I was a fucked up situation, and you shouldn't have got cheated on and had a baby on, and yeah, I shouldn't have. But in the day, he was the one who made that promise to me, so am I going to go out and attack her or go out and be upset with her? No, I can only be upset with you. How do you think your relationship with your father sort of impacts? Um, my relationship you... with my dad. Me, my relationship with my father is actually really, really good. I do think that being the fact I grew up around a lot of men and seeing the way that he was in the relationship with my mother and with women, period, it just showed me that, like, even the people that you think won't do you like that will. Mm. It's interesting when you said, what you going to do, beat me like my dad? My, my father never hit me. I have to, like, say that. I, I wasn't a child that got hit. I was a child that got punished. Like, I got things. I was a materialistic child since. I was a materialistic person since I was a kid. Like, I always like nice things. So when I got things taken away from me, that was my punishment. I never got hit. So that's why I feel like I go and move in the world like a child who, did, who never got hit. Because what are you going to do to me? Mm. Or what can you do to me? Hurt my feelings? Someone did that. Leave me? Someone did that. And I think having growing up with my dad, it showed me not to care. Because he doesn't care. Like, once he cuts you off, don't care. That's it. So I'm like that. How did you find out that your ex had a child on you? Oh, um, they were sent to me. Sent it was to sent to me home. by a best friend. Yeah. Wow. She, well, the funny thing is, like, we had a little situation, and um, he just went missing. So, you know, how things like that go. And I didn't really, like, care about it too much. Like, it didn't really bother me that much. I think the thing that bothered me the most is, like, a conversation that we had before I found out that the baby was coming. And it was just like, you know... If you're gonna like do this, then do it. Do it with your full chest out. Rock, rock your world, rock it, okay? But um, just don't, just don't have a baby. Mm. Just don't have one. Mm. You feel me? Shit happens. Life goes on. Things happen. And it's so stupid because <laughs> I always think about what DMX said: If you love something, let it go. And if it comes back to you, then it's yours. So I let it go. I didn't fight to keep it. I didn't yeah. fight to do anything. So that was kind of my way of letting you back in the fence. Mm. Don't do it. Mm. And then it was sent to me. And, yeah. Has someone ever came to you as a woman? You All know the time. One? Wait, this is a real... Yeah, I had someone, like, recently come to me. I just actually, like, recently deleted it, you know. You, you recently what? Deleted it. I don't reply back to them. I don't feel the need to. I don't owe you an explanation. What did she say? She was just like... Um, she, well, she didn't really write anything, to be honest. She didn't really write anything. She was just like, hey... I was like... But it's like, I already know who you are. I know where you're coming from. I know where all this is happening. So it happens a lot. But it's just with the territory. 
and you never reply. Mm-mm. I don't reply because, in a sense, like I said, I never made that promise to them. Right, and that was true. And then also, it's like, why? Whatever they said, believe them. They told you that they met me outside. I ran down on them. Believe them. Because women are delusional as fuck. So if the dick is good, they're going to believe whatever comes out of that delusional ass man's mouth. So you're going to believe him anyway. So what is what I say matter? And even if I do tell you the honest given truth, you're going to take something I said, you're going to switch it around, and now I'm the bad guy. What about jealousy? How do you control your, your jealousy? I mean, because naturally as people, you know... Yeah. You probably sit, lay down with these men. You probably, you know, talk to these men for extended periods of time. You probably really develop a real connection with these people. How are you able to still disassociate that with, like, that feeling of territory or that jealousy or that damn? He know he don't even really want his girl. This, you know, how do you how do you manage that? Managing it, I don't know. I don't really think about it. Like you never feel jealous or envy or like, like it gets a little like you get a little annoyed when like you're having your time and your time is interrupted because they have to like tend to the other person. So it definitely is like annoying, but it doesn't really bother me because that's not what I'm there for. Like I'm not I'm honestly not here to to cuddle you, to make you feel good, to stroke your ego. Like, no, I'm here to make sure I'm happy and that's about it. Mm. So I don't really get like jealous or anything like that. And I know it's like it's kind of the grass is the greener on the other side. So it was like, why why would I get jealous when I could laugh at you? When I could laugh. Why are you jealous? Get jealous because you took her out to dinner? Get jealous because y'all went to the movies? For what? When you can come over here and you're going to complain about the horrible experience you had at the movies and the horrible experience that you had at that dinner? It's two sides to every story. What always glitter is not gold. It's dust. Do you, do you... <laughs> do you ever want to be that girl, though, that gets taken out, that... You know, they, I am that girl. What they mean? So he still does that with you too. That's what I'm saying. Why would I get upset? For what? We all have our turn. I'm focused on me right now. I have things that I have to go that I have going on with myself that is just my main priority and my main focus. And focusing on somebody else's relationship is just not it. So give me a time where you felt bad. Be real. Don't don't. I know you got this bravado about you that you know nothing is could penetrate this wall of defense system. There was a time where you got, you know, you felt bad. I don't really have a time I felt bad. Wow. I don't think I had a time I felt bad. And I wait. Come on, yeah. There we go. Come I got on. it. Give it to me. Give okay. it to me. Give it to me. I felt bad because I actually was like messing with someone while they were pregnant. Like they were having expecting their baby and everything, going through the whole baby shower process, all that and I've kind of felt bad because I'm like, damn, somebody was doing that to me when I was pregnant, like, fuck. But then it's just like, I don't know how to choose them. It's not on me again. It's never on you. Um, It's not on me because I tell everybody, you got to look at it like this. If the door, if you never open the window, the fly will never get in. If you never open the window, you crack the window. You cracked the window. The window was closed. The door was closed. The window was closed. You cracked the window. So whatever comes in after that is not on that fly because they happen to fly there. It's not on that fly. It's on you for opening the window. Because men, they start it. They act like they, they don't start it, but they start with a little reacting to the stories. Then they'll start writing a little old ha-ha, that was funny. You or they'll they, start you know like... what it looks like. 
you know what it looks like. Yes, you see it. Every like you you can tell because it's a female. It's like it's one thing when a dude like you're posing like yo that's fire, and it's one thing for when a dude constantly keeps writing something over and over again. You just keep double tapping it, but they keep sending it and they keep sending it and they keep sending it. It's like Dan, you just keep fucking reeling in your little fishes. You just keep putting your little bait out there to see if it's gonna bite, huh? But you shouldn't be fishing in the first place. So now you mad at the fish for biting when you kept putting the fucking thing out there. I guess knowing how distraught you were when it happened to you, Mm -hmm. um, one might argue she knows the pain that this feels like. She knows what women go through. She knows how hard it is to keep a man or have a man be monogamous. She knows. Why would she still, you know what I mean? You know that feeling. But instead of that feeling sort of like turning you away from the life, it sort of like made you cold. It didn't really, I, I want to say it made me cold. It made me realistic. Mm. It's a point in time when you have to really, like again, it's two women to one man. And there's not one time that any female that's going to watch this and say that they have never caught their man. There's not one female that's going to watch this and say that. Not one. So you mean to tell me just because you caught him and you forgave him, you think that was the end? You thought that was the end? No, you forgave it. So therefore, that means that there's boundaries, things that you will accept and things that you won't accept. So it's like, it is what it is. Do, like, you, do you believe in monogamy? No. But I mean, I, I feel like there's people that can be monogamous. Let me say that, right? There's people that can be monogamous. Do I feel like the people that I've been talking to and like, you know, interacting with have, are monogamous or can be? No, they cannot. <laughs> No, they can't. Okay, hold on. Even so, if they're not talking to me no more, they definitely can't. There's no term. So, so you believe in monogamy, but just not for nobody that you ever met. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, like, and oh, not not like. Let me God. not say like met, because like I have friends and stuff that like I believe that they they could be monogamous. Like I have faith in them. You know, I'm holding that torch for them because I can see it in their future. But as far as like any of the dudes that I spoke to, no. We're in everybody's favorite is we're young. We have to live our life. So when I get to that point where I feel like, okay, I'm at the age where I'm not young no more and I don't want to live my life, then maybe. But right now we're all young and you have to live your life. Yeah, I, I speak to a lot of people and it's like monogamy just, it sort of um, feels like this archaic way of doing things nowadays. You know, this is what, 2022? You know, things are things are happening in a fast way and the, the access is just overloading and you know it's still it's still about restraint in my mind. It's still about discipline, controlling yourself, making sure you don't, you know, take it there. Um but yeah, like as it stands for you, you don't think that you'll meet a guy that can be monogamous to you? Are you okay with that thought? Or is that something you don't accept? I'm okay with that thought a little bit. To be with a man that is that not isn't. with you. But I'd rather know what's, what I'm dealing with up front. Cause hmm. I'm not saying that I'm gonna, you never know who you're gonna meet. I can meet the guy that sits and thinks I'm the girl of his world, I'm the eyeball of his eye, like, you feel me? And he could sit there and be like, I'm the only person for him, so be it. But in this part of me will sit there and kind of think it like, yeah, I'm not really the apple of your eye. I am the apple of your eye, but you have a cherry on the side. Do you, do you believe in marriage? Do you think you'll be no. married one day? 
I don't want to get married. I never want to be married. And why is that? Talk to me about that. I feel like um, marriage is a way for... Marriage is a financial thing. It's a money move. And I'm not... I'm not into money moves. I don't want to be tied down to you and have to sit here and think that I have to argue with you about getting my money or going through a lawyer or signing a prenup. Because if we sign a prenup, prenups are in case something happens. So why the fuck are we going into this if we think something's going to happen? I think I think marriage is for community. I think marriage is for the child. I think marriage is the best way that we could bring a child into this world and have the best success rate. And that's all for your personal experiences. That's how you feel. But coming from a household with a married person and that person isn't happy and they aren't there for their children, that's another thing. Well, yeah, I, don't, I, don't also, I also don't hear happiness in the vows, right? We're not pledging to be happy. You know, I don't think marriage is like this happy thing. I think it can be. But if you're going into it with the intentions of this is going to be my happiness, I think you're, you're setting yourself up, you know, like... It, it, marriage will be like anything else, you know, you treat it right, you nurture it, you know, they'll have its up and ups and downs, its valleys and its peaks, but don't expect this person to bring you everything that you've ever wanted. And, you know, I don't, I don't, I think that's, I think that's ridiculous. Um, what do you think about this? Like, oh, you want to say something? Yeah, I just feel like, mar it's like to me, what is the difference between not being like marrying somebody and not marrying somebody because you can be with somebody you can provide a happy household you can be with them for years and never be married what does a piece of paper have to do with anything i think it's more so like a pledge like you pledge, a pledge to who are you pledging to each other because you can pledge to each other with making a promise the same thing that they do in relationships you can pledge to be who you guys want to be why does a piece of paper through the government have to define your bond and your relationship on how or how does, why does that have to define your pledge? Because if that's the case, then everybody that's in committed relationships right now, their relationships are bullshit. Let me get it all out first. Okay, let me get it all out. <laughs> I say it's a pledge usually under God, right? Like it's a union. It's like something that you really become like a spiritual. Because you see it, it's like a ritual. If you really look at like what a marriage really is, it's like a it's like a ritual. It's like a, a real out of body almost moment that you're really sitting down with somebody and you're saying, "This is I I got you until the day that we both die." You know what I mean? It's like a pact that you make with a, a, your blood partner or your blood friend or whatever when you was a kid. Like it's like this thing that is a, is alive. That's something that you two create. You know. Um, that you don't, if you want to look at it in a literal sense, sure, it's a piece of paper. But if you look at it for like a, a deeper meaning, a more spiritual meaning, a more, you know, deeper bond and connection and how you feel for someone and that union, you know, I think it becomes so much more than that piece of paper. That the paper doesn't matter. That doesn't tie you to, you know, but sitting down and, and saying, you know, we're doing this. I don't necessarily think it has to be, here's a ring and let's go dance. I'll, I'll elope. I'll go get married in Atlantic City or at Las Vegas. I don't, that, you know, that part doesn't, but what does matter to me is like that, sort of that pledge, like under God, like we, we're both like giving this our best shot. Like, you know how that feels for somebody that, I mean, really, can... that, that really got your back like that? Yeah, that but intensity? you can give that pledge without getting married sure. there's people sure. that pledge under god their sure. marriage stuff like that yeah. so you're going to tell them that their unity isn't the same no and again i don't think that it has to be the, the ring, ring 
the, yeah, so then the that, ceremony. I, feel like, I don't think that it has to be that. But for you to commit yourself, your mind, your body, your spirit to someone, I think that, I think it's special. I don't know. I, I think, think that special. can be done without marriage, though. And it can be done without marriage. Um, I think that's the thing for me. Just that. The lock that I don't want to be locked to you. You don't want to be locked. I don't want to be locked to you. I could understand that. I could understand that. Um, what do you think about like this whole, because I feel like, especially in our culture, it's like the glorified hoe. I feel like, like, like hoism is so glorified. Like there was a time where if a woman had like two men, she was probably looked at, or even a guy. Um, guys get a little bit more praise, obviously, because we know the, the society and the, the bullshit with that. But the, 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 the female, the woman, sort of, you know, the stage of, it's like hyper glorified to have multiple men cash, get money from them, they're cashing out, you flying here, you flying there. What is sort of your uh, mentality? Uh, what do you think about that? I wouldn't really say it's being, them being a hoe. Because when I say them, I'm not going to refer to myself as a hoe because I'm not a hoe. Mm -hmm. And just because I'm a side bitch doesn't mean I'm a hoe, okay? So um, for them, I wouldn't really say it's them being a hoe. I honestly just feel like it's everybody not giving a fuck. Like, yeah. everybody just living their life. And yeah. it's just like, we don't fucking know what's going to happen. 2012, you guys told us the world was going in. Yeah. This year, level 2020, again, we all thought the world was going in. Russia's going through stuff. So it's just, I feel like everybody's more comfortable with who the fuck they are. And they just don't care, like... Why would I care? Like, now people are more vocal about everything. Everything is about just being free and being yourself. And sometimes being yourself and being free, that's a turn on to people. So. Wow. And when it comes to the money thing, the money thing is just like, it's okay for a dude to ask you for a pussy, but it's not okay for you to ask him for money. Like, you want this pussy to be clean. You want the pussy to sit there and make sure that it's waxed or whatever case may be. So if you're not supporting the bitch, then when she come over there with her funky-ass underarms and her stink-ass fucking pussy, you don't say nothing because you didn't provide for that. But you want something. So it's kind of like you're paying for your package in a sense. Yes, the woman should do it for herself, obviously, duh. But things cost. Right. Things close and closed mouths don't get fed. So, how many men would you say you deal with at one given time, on average? On average, I don't really deal with a lot because I'm like I, said, I have a very short fuse, so I have a very short tolerance for people. So I can't really deal with two people at one time because I do like give my all. Like not saying I give my all, but I definitely indulge in it. Like you know, I make it feel good, make it feel special for that time being, and then I won't talk to you after that. So I'm like sometimes. And then you're on to the next. Not really on to the next. It's like I'm on to just focusing back on being by myself. And if someone happens to just swipe by, and I'm like, oh, I kind of like that. Okay. Would you say more of the men that you deal with are in relationships? No. Oh, so you still... Yeah, I still, like, talk to dudes that's not in relationships. Like, I still have, like, my regular conversations. But it just seems like sometimes the dudes in relationships, they more fun. Like, not like that. Like, <laughs> they not more fun, but they got a little bit more... They got more shit to prove. Because you feel like a man is always going to do him, do you still commit yourself when you're in a relationship? Yeah, you got to go in there with wishful thinking. But you know it's bullshit. It's like, I don't... It's dumb as fuck. It's like, you go in expecting 
you won't hurt so much. So it's like if I go in expecting you to fuck up, when you do fuck up, I ain't going to take it that bad. Like I ain't going to take it as hard as I would have took it if I was expecting you to be serious or be like committed. I'm not going to take it that hard. still hurts. It hurt, but it, it don't hurt as much. Like, I, I get over it faster. When was your last serious relationship? Four years ago. Four years ago. And there's there's not one in the first Well, that's like me saying like, like we're going to be in a relationship together, yeah. Right. But there's not one in the foreseeable future. This one that's brewing. Okay. It's brewing. You, you. Mm-hmm. Coming out of the life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at that. Side bitch on top now, hoes. <laughs> now I'm be acting like y'all. But then it's going to be somebody else. That's what I said. I'm going to be acting like them. Sitting there stressing out, looking stupid. No. <laughs> so I'm not going to take it how they took it. Like they, they probably take it harder than me. Oh, man. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like there's like big loopholes to that shit. Like, it's not really like not right. Then we there's re- loopholes re- to relationships. <laughs> All right, I'm listening. It's you, the you have to know your partner. You have to know what they like, what they don't like, what in- what entices them, what doesn't entice them. Like, you have to constantly make that relationship feel feel new. Because after a while, you, everybody gets tired of somebody. Like, everybody gets tired. There's nothing to happen. But if you guys keep it fresh and you kind of know what's going on, then it's like there's ways to... As long as I know how to make my nigga happy and make sure that he come home, that's all that matters. Wow. And clearly, y'all bitches ain't asking y'all niggas what it is to make them happy to keep them home. That's why they keep running around. I, mean, I guess you could learn a lot from sort of the side chick um, mentality. Like, most most women probably don't look at their relationship from the perspective of someone that is on the side. Obviously, they're like the main, it's about them. They're the one that something is being kept from. But if there was some advice to give to, I guess, these women, you know, the, the girl that is hitting you up as a woman in, and that you just blocked, what is some stuff that you would probably tell her if you would, you know, genuinely be like, you know. You- just figure out what's going on in your relationship. Like, don't go to the next female to figure out why they're talking to him or why this is going on. Like, sit down with your man and figure out what it is that you're doing wrong to make him feel like he has to go out. Because every dude, they only step out because they're not getting something at home. Something is lacking there. Something's missing there. Something's aggravating there. Something's annoying in there. Something's, something is wrong there. So you guys need to just have that real conversation. Sometimes it might not be what you want to hear, but sometimes you got to hear it. What about the woman that argues he cheated because he wanted to cheat and he he's not he's not cheating because of me. You can't blame the woman. He's cheating because he's a cheater. He's cheating because he ain't happy, bitch. If he was fucking happy, he wouldn't be doing this shit. And if if he you know what? If if you're that girlfriend that is not doing anything and it's not you, then it's probably your bedroom. Bring your friend inside. Okay? Probably your bedroom. Something is not right there. Like, and a lot of women don't like to, they don't like to say it. Like, even with me, like, I ain't gonna front. Back then, I was like, y'all, like, I was really, like, on some, oh, he's mine, this, mine, that, mine's will never. Like, I was really one of those girls that was like, yeah, it's it's me, and it's all about me. And you get so absorbed in it being all about you. You first start forgetting about your partner. I feel like sometimes, I think sometimes, you have the people that do pander and be like the pick me, pick me. But then I just like hear some of like the quote unquote pick me's and I'll be like, yo, that was facts. And I think that's the problem right there. They, it's it's a, a misunderstanding on what a pick me is. I'm a pick me because I'm speaking realistic and I'm speaking real shit. That's why I'm a pick me. I'm not a pick I'm 
I'm not a regular person or a normal person because, or a regular civilian like them, because in fact that how I'm not conforming to what someone else thinks is a relationship is. I'm conforming with my idea of what a relationship is. That's what it is. And it may not be your cup of tea, and that's fine, sweetie. We are not supposed to be the same drink. Mm. We're all different flavors. Mm. Uh, I was going to ask you about, okay, so I had to play devil's advocate. Okay. The self-worth conversation. Mm-hmm. Is that bullshit? Is that, so like, when they say, well, you know, she she probably just, you know, doesn't, doesn't love, love herself. herself. Well, she doesn't think of herself to be, you know, more than, you know, this sort of idea of, well, what would you say to, How's your self-worth or your self-esteem? Are you a confident person or do you think that this is something that you, you struggle with and, you know, things like that? I feel like it depends on what someone's definition of confidence is. I know myself. I'm securing myself. I don't need to sit there and feel like I need to scream at the top of the lo- top of the roof so be extremely loud. Like, I'm cool with who I am. Like, I'm happy in my skin. Mm. I'm very happy in my skin. It took me a very long time to get there. Mm. And I think that's kind of why I move the way I move now because I'm more comfortable with my skin. Because before, I used to be like that. I used mm. to be those people that's like, oh, he got to be about me, mm. only about me. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to be in a relationship. I had all these, like, unrealistic expectations. Mm. And it's like, once I decided, once I got comfortable who I was and f- mm-hmm. loving myself, I realized, like, it don't matter what come out of my fucking mouth. You either going to fuck with me or you not. And if you don't, see you. And if you do, welcome to the game. Like, Life is in phases, yo. Like, how I, how I thought at 25 ain't how I think at 32. How I thought at 21. And I just had phases. I just had different phases and different mentalities for those phases. You know what I'm saying? And... This is just the season of life in my mind that you're in, you know? And it's not to say that this is going to always be, you know, sort of like where it's at, but it's like, yo, yeah, there are things that happen that scar us. There are things that happen that perpetuate sort of these ideologies and these mentalities and stuff like that. But it's not to say that these is going to be the things that's going to define us for the rest of our lives. And I think that's why I just go on like it is what it is. Like I can't go on my life thinking for other people. I can't go on thinking how is my decisions going to affect someone else's life. I can't do that. I was put on here to live my life. So whatever I'm going to do that's going to make me happy, that's what I'm going to do. Is cheating a deal breaker in relationships for you? No, it depends on what kind of cheating. I feel like it's levels to the cheating. Give it to me. It's like levels. Like... If you texting somebody, okay, whatever. Like, you link up with a bitch a couple times, okay, whatever. I think my cutoff cheating is if it's the same person. That's my cutoff. I would rather be multiple than the, the same person. Mm. That's funny. Because if it's the same person, now I got to get that bitch. Now I'm feeling how these bitches be feeling. Like, yeah, it's the same bitch. Something is keeping you with this bitch. What is it? What is it? Because if it's, if it's multiple bitches and it's like, today I see Shamika, today I see Rhonda, today I see Karen, today I see Rebecca. But if I keep seeing Diamond, if I keep seeing Diamond, Diamond, what the fuck are you doing that got this nigga in a frenzy? Because I want to know. I want to know. That's the deal breaker for me. Because you you like it. You really, you really are enjoying Diamond's presence. And... I can't rock with that. Mm. Would you still want to be with that man? 
I'm still gonna fuck with him because Diamond, you're not about to just have him just to have him. No. But am I gonna be in a relationship with him? Nah. Like I'm gonna treat him like I treat the side how I treat side people mm. now. Like now you're a you're a, a regular pedestrian now. Like you don't you don't get a stop by, a hug, you get a oh, what's up? Yeah, so what's the vibes? Like But I'ma still mess with you because I can't when I want let to. that girl get that. Yeah, because you know what? Oh, think about it like this. A lot of times, like I think I think this is how people think I think, being a side bitch, like all right, when you cut them off, you cut you. You think it's done. They that's she's the next person in line. So now she feels like, yeah, I did that. Like I took him. I did that. No, you look real stupid because he's still fucking on me. So you still like. So now what? Like yes, now you're a main bitch, but now you have other side bitches. Like yes, it sounds crazy. Like why would you go for the main bitch to be in a side bitch? But it's like I'm not really a side. Bitch. I'm using you when I want to use you. Like if I don't want to hit you up or talk to you, I don't have to. But I know you're gonna answer when I call. When I heard you say there's two women for every one man. It made me think, how do you feel about women, right? Mm -hmm. Because one of the things you said was, what about all the women that don't have a man? What are they supposed to do? There's a lot of them out there. So, because that sort of advantage, I guess, or exists in the man's standpoint, mm -hmm. what about the woman's? Do we have that same, the woman, are we, do we expect women to not go out and do them? Are we expecting that? Because we expect that of the man to go out and do him because there's two to one, there's so many women, there's so many women that just need. And you cannot get mad at a woman for going out and fighting for what's hers. If she feels like the love and desire and everything out there is for her, she's gonna, you cannot fault her for doing whatever she feels it is to be. See, for me, I'm not in it for that. But there's women that are in it for that. Like, they're in it to take your man and be in a relationship with you. And why are you upset with her? But I'm talking about the woman in the relationship. Then you gotta do what you gotta do, baby. You gotta step up your coins, sweetheart. You gotta secure your spot. But do we expect women to cheat like we expect men to cheat? If you... I don't want to say it like that, but if you really think bitches is not cheating in some way, sort of fashion, they are. If you think that somebody's not texting... Texting is texting is like a female's favorite like first step to cheating because they don't look at it like it's that serious. They look at it like a regular conversation, but again, that's emotionally supporting someone else. And if you really think that a woman doesn't do that one of the times, how many times, think about it in a relationship, how many times does a bitch, a female get tight? I mean, I'm not going to say bitch because then they might really try to get me, but how many times does a female get tight? You think every time she gets tight, she's going to sit in her house and just watch TV because you got her upset? Nah, she about to hit up my son that came that was over here before. She about to tell him like, "What you on?" Having little conversations and shit like that. Like, females they have different levels. Like, same way as different levels cheating for men, it's different levels cheating for females. They test the waters. They even like I I know a couple people that are like a couple females that have been in like full blown serious relationships and they still texting a couple people and they be like, "Yo, I shouldn't be doing that, right? It's kind of fucked up." Yeah, it is fucked up, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure he doing it too. So, all right. Who cheats more, men or women? Men cheat more, but women are better at it. Women are so much better at it. Because they'll be cheating with your friend. And y'all chill every day. Mm. Y'all chill every day. They'll be cheating with your friend. I've seen it with my bare eyes. Have you ever seen any quality relationships? What you mean by quality? I mean experienced them. Like, have you ever seen two people actually love each other? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have, I know a couple of them. So it exists for you? 
It does exist. Like, like, it's in my world. Like, I'm not yeah. saying that, like, I only see, like, bad stuff. Like, it's in my world. I have people that, like, they're serious in their relationship. They're happy. They're committed and things like that. And then there's a lot of times I can honestly say that there's a lot of relationships that I did see that I portrayed it to be that way and it wasn't that way. So. I, you know, I ask that because for me, it's like I had very, very little examples of love. A very ex- few people that I got to witness grow old together, have a quality relationship, didn't, you know, wasn't going through some big drastic thing and it was sort of normalizing. You couple that with the entertainment, you couple that with society, you couple that with our environment. It's like you get sort of a messed up, you know, product. You know, you sort of get like this person that doesn't believe in any of these things. So now it's up to me to challenge myself enough to become something that I had never seen, but be that idea of something that can give someone else a better taste in their mouth about relationships, you know what I'm saying? Because my mentality around them, it used to be so poor, and I realized I never went against the grain. I never said, well, let me try something else outside of what I'm seeing. I just never gave myself a shot, you know? And it's like anything else. It has its ups and downs, but the drama you avoid, you avoid so much just shit mm-hmm. by just, you know, staying home, being booed up, you know, not outside and messing on over this person or that person. You just avoid so much of it. It's just. And I feel like you, you changing the narrative is you being comfortable within yourself and you going against the grain. See, with me, I was always raised to be the one woman, one woman girl, or always try to like aim to be a woman, like a man pleaser and make sure that everything is set and never raise your voice or be a problem. And I realized me being that person, it wasn't me being true to myself. It wasn't me being like, okay, yeah, I'm not gonna be a good girl. I'm gonna, you know, like men gonna do what men do. And it's like, Nah, nigga the fuck. Like, I can't let you do whatever you want to do. You don't expect me to do whatever the fuck I want to do. Like, it don't work like that. Because being that way and following what I was, like, basically taught or seen as far as being a woman in a relationship, I I probably would listen to back in the days and followed them. I probably would have been a dumbass bitch, too. What if you get pregnant as a side chick? Why, why would I get pregnant? Mistakes happen. What type of mistakes? I say you you only make those mistakes when you're careless. If you know that you're going to situation, I know I don't want to be pregnant. I'm not gonna get pregnant. Okay. I'm not going to get pregnant. So that's not even a possibility. Do you want kids one day? I used to say I did, but I don't think I do anymore. I used to say I did. I used to want like two kids. And why don't you want kids anymore? Because why would I want to bring my child into a situation like a world like this that judges you for just being you or puts a label on you for your decisions and the things that you want to do? Why would I want to do that? And then again, it's fucked up to say, I don't want to be tied to anyone. And if I have a kid, I'm tied to that kid. I think it's selfish. I am very selfish. I'm learning that now. Um, I was selfish for a very long time. Uh, when you were selfish, do you feel like that was a bad thing with you being selfish? No, I mean, I mean, being selfish got me so much of, 
you know, the things that I have, you know. Uh, also being selfish. Yeah, I used to always wonder why they said it's better to give than to receive. It's like, who would want that? Like, why would, why would I rather give you a hundred dollars than to give than to than to get a hundred dollars? Like, I want to get a hundred dollars a hundred percent of the time, until I actually became sort of this selfless person and started to like live my life outside of myself and sort of live it, you know, for others and my family and the people around me and. I think I live my life too much being selfless. I think mm. that's where I'm at right now. I've always been the person to show up whenever someone needs me to show up, mm. even if I'm tired mm. or draining myself out and emotionally pouring myself into other people's cups and supporting other people. I feel like I've given so much and to end up with nothing. Well, that could be displaced, you know? It could be displaced. You could just do that to everybody. You could just be, oh, I'm giving myself to everybody. I'm hoping da 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 That's very different from, you know, sort of what I'm referring to. You know, when I'm when I'm talking about it, it's it's obviously targeted. It's in the right places. It's for the people that show up for me. It's not just, you know, this, you know, careless way of just like, let me make sure everybody's happy, you know? Because if you even dig deeper, that goes into ego, right? Making sure other people are always happy is your personal ego because you want to have a good, to be in good standing with them, you know what I mean? when you're trying to do it to everybody. But if it's more focused, if it's more like reciprocal, if it's more like sit down and just be like, I'm not just giving myself to everyone, but I'm very intentional about what I give and the way I give, even giving $5 to a homeless person in the street with intention will give you so much reward than it would, you know, any other circumstance. So that was just something that I had to work through, you know, and, and I'm still learning. I don't know. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't have it all figured out. I don't even know if the way that I'm living now is going to be permanence or, you know what I mean? It's, life is forever changing, and I accept that fact, and I know that, you know. Um, it just doesn't help to pass it on, pass that information on. And, you know, my dad used to always just say, yo, keep on living. And I used to always be like, yo, I don't know what the hell he, is he talking about. What does he mean by that? But he's just like, yo, keep on living, yo. You know, you don't know. You don't know. I feel like that's why I'm comfortable in my my selfish time right now, because my family's like that. My family's always take care of the next person, always take care of everybody around you. Because in the day, we have more things that other people don't have. I was constantly reminded of that all the time. So, right now, I have to be selfish. I have to be selfish so that way I can basically be more aware of who I'm giving my time and my energy to, and what I'm giving my energy to. Because I don't have, without me being selfish, without me caring about myself, I don't know what it's like to give everything. Like, I know, I only know what it's like to give everything. I don't know what it's like to kind of control my own, control myself and know when, all right, too much is too much. I don't know what that, I don't know what that limit is. So I just know to give so much. So I have to be selfish now. So that way I can know when I'm giving too much and when I'm, all right, girl, you feeling drained out now. Like, now pull it back, reel it back in. This is Trapping Anonymous. My name is Chris Dells. Let's get it.